KOW. Hello, Istvan. Hey, Alexander. Nice to be here. <laughs> so we're sitting in an office next door to your exhibition at KOW. Maybe you want to describe, actually, to start, what are we seeing? What did you bring from Toronto to Berlin? Yeah, that's not too difficult to describe. I, uh, we put up uh, 257 uh, uh, charcoal drawings on the walls, and uh, that takes, uh, took up uh, a long 14-meter wall and uh, four-meter high and uh, three other smaller walls, so it's a quite monumental uh, <clears throat> exhibition with uh, these drawings that are about the war in Ukraine. And not really about the war, but more like about the refugees, more like about people suffering and uh, what, happen what is happening to them. I'm not really talking about or creating images about uh, the military, about uh, <coughs> the political situation, though it is there, obviously, because you can't mm -hmm. escape it from. Mm -hmm. But I want to talk about the people, about uh, their life as the war is going on. And how did you get to these images? Because you were making them from your place in Canada? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and yet the they images, describe very the precise origin of the images, Yeah, origin of the images are from uh, networks, news networks. And I, like, <clears throat> I started this at uh, the end of uh, February, around the time when the war started. And from then on, I started <laughs> every day going through all the news, all the networks, the latest news. That's why the, the exhibition called Latest News. And uh, that took me some time, and uh, after that, uh, so I made uh, selected images uh, and kept them in an archive, in a collection. And then uh, later on in the day, I made uh, sketches of this, <clears throat> of some of these, the ones I thought that will be the best for this kind of work. And then in the evening, I uh, made the final drawings on, <clears throat> on uh, uh, 24 inch uh, by 18 inch uh, drawing papers especially made for charcoal mm -hmm. and then so I, I every day I I made in between one and five so even to make one is a long time but sometime I could uh, spend more time and uh, ended up with this 257 pictures, a little bit more, but from the very beginning, end of February, I, I was only kind of experimenting and using different kind of papers because I didn't know which one will be the best, so I didn't include those. In the could, could you see a development in the images that came to you through the news? Oh yeah, totally. Totally, at the very beginning it was all about uh, mostly female uh, <clears throat> heroes <laughs> escaping with lots of bags, like a very strange looking uh, young and old woman 
you know, just like bag ladies sometimes in the streets for poor people, uh, packing up and <laughs> escaping from the country. That was uh, quite uh, for a long time, and it went on, obviously, um, up until the moment that um, already millions uh, escaped to different countries, and then the situation uh, became not only the refugees, but also people who stayed and tried to survive in this uh, destruction and uh, everyday misery. Very, very difficult. Mm. <laughs> mm. So that's it. And the inspiration obviously came from my own experience from childhood, when uh, there was a Russian invasion of Hungary and there was a revolution against the Russian in 1956 and I was seven years old and I experienced this event and that was a very traumatic <coughs> situation to my whole family and friends and uh, we spent lots of time in bunkers, in air raid shelters and places like this and there I kind of uh, got the <laughs> <clears throat> feeling and all, all the information as a kid, what was happening, and, and I felt like um, being part of it. I even had a little toy gun my grandfather made from firewood and uh, felt like I was uh, trying to save my country. <laughs> mm, which didn't work out. <laughs> it didn't work out. We lost. <laughs> And that was what when I when I look at the drawings I've I felt it's it's maybe also you revisiting this early childhood experience and that you could connect your own days and nights in the yeah. bunker and the yeah, fear. Exactly. That's that was very important. To to I, what you could see now on on the news and probably imagine in yeah, a very different yeah, way than yeah. me, for example. Yeah, and, and for example the techniques what I picked up to start doing these drawings, it was the same kind of uh, drawing but I learned from my grandma uh, who was a landscape painter and portraitist and she taught me how to draw and actually in the air raid shelter we had lots of time for that for example and so i even i had kept my family kept all many of these drawings and uh, and so i could go back and look at them and i tried to uh, do the same style so you really revisited your I old drawings Totally. To connect back to that. Not only in my mm. mind, but also through documentation from a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting when, when I look at your work over the decades, to some you became a legend as a quite radical artist persona, mm -hmm. uh, quite anarchic, yeah. resistant. Yeah. Uh, you're connected to the Neoism movement, which is in itself a yeah. quite anarchistic I to restart endeavor. <laughs> Just leave everything behind, all the all the disaster. And, and you also you can you can be a loud and radical musician if you want to. Yeah. And then suddenly these drawings 
speak a very you know, different language. Music, no? is, well, music was very much part of my generation, like uh, mm. all the, the rock music and later on punk. I, I left at the moment when uh, the new wave punk in 76 started, <laughs> I arrived in the West into this and it was very strong and very inspiring. And, so I formed my band and I had bands in Hungary as well. I, I was always playing music. Music was always very important. And I could never really decide which is more important, visual art or other activities like music, theater. And I was interested in all. And then Corona came and then there were no concerts. So basically you also had time to to draw, <laughs> to, to exactly. do something really different. You know what, I didn't play music for like three years or, or more. I mean, no live performance at home, maybe played some guitar or... I didn't touch my electronic instruments because it's it too complicated to set it up and, and then I, I don't really need it and needed the space for drawing. Mm. That's what I use the space for mostly. I don't have a, a big studio right now, but the gentrification in Canada, it's terrible, especially in Toronto, and artists all lost their studio spaces uh, during the time when all the old buildings were demolished and all the condos were built. And so now I'm renting three garages. And that's, that's fine because because pretty big big garages and that's where I keep my art and I also work but I can work there only in uh, when it's warm because otherwise it's very cold so right now I live in a one bedroom uh, you know a kitchen <laughs> whatever it's not very big studio but it's okay it's okay it's, uh, it's difficult you you have plans for for these drawings you want them to go to a museum or foundation, a good collection as yeah. a as a whole, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, maybe do I you want to say to, what uh, if, if there was a really, really serious, uh, like a serious offer? It's uh, you know that it's not going to just go in a in a basement uh, forever in a box, and uh, but that it's going to be actually shown as an important uh, testimony of this. Uh, war in Ukraine and somebody's uh, day by day, you know, reaction and uh, uh, creative answers, or if not answers, but at least some kind of a motivated uh, manifesto-like uh, collection of images that uh, can uh, relate to this history and people will see it in the future. And in the near future as well. I mean, uh, mm. <laughs> this, uh, these images are not uh, direct uh, documenting what was happening. They do, because they are from the media, but it's a little bit, uh, it, it has lots of my own uh, expressions and interest and life and uh, history and everything. And there's something timeless and universal about them, yeah. I think, about human suffering. That's right, yeah. <clears throat> and you don't want to sell these works, you want the organization or institution? I would like to sell 
selection of the works, uh, like uh, 20 something, and use the money for, uh, you know, <laughs> expenses and the gallery. And, uh, you know, I, I'm very happy to do this at KOW, and I know that uh, what it means also. So, uh, that's what uh, we, uh, I guess, we will try to accomplish, uh, sell some, share the money. And then 230 of them uh, yeah, about should go to collection. My point is, you want that this, uh, whoever acquires the work makes a donation yeah. to an organization that helps children in Ukraine or from well, Ukraine. I'm, I'm right? thinking about uh, yeah, young people, children, because I was very young when the Russian uh, disaster happened. And that's, that's the motivation for me to, have, um, to, to give help. I mean, I don't know how much help, how many families, kids we can give. Uh, I don't know if we get a hundred thousand dollars for the whole collection or something that would maybe can, can give some help for ten families or ten uh, uh, kids or mm. uh, for their studies, for their uh, you know, survival and something uh, obviously uh, not. <laughs> millions of dollars that we are talking about, but it's, it's still, it's nice to give some help to young people. Thank you very much, Istvan. Hey, thanks for inviting me. Now let's go to the opening. <laughs> All right.